What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Thursday, December 5th. Hopefully, all you guys have had a good week up until this point. Hopefully, all you guys have a great end of your week. Have an even better weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Get some relaxation. Relax your mind. Think positive. Don't think about the BS because it happens. You can't ignore it, but you just got to face it head on so you can get to the positive things. But hopefully you guys are good, man. I want to send a huge shout out and a rest in peace to Stuart Scott. They honored him yesterday. Yesterday was his day. Um, We're going to talk about his North Carolina Tar Heels that sadly lost last night, but still, man, Stuart Scott was one of my favorite people growing up, especially just watching ESPN every day. He was just highly motivated. Another black person doing big things on a big network um, on TV daily. And man, his quote or his speech, excuse me, at the ESPYs a few years back was one of the most inspirational um, speeches of all time. And I thank him for that. And may he forever ever live in our hearts and be in our memories because Stuart Scott was a really good person and an even better person or dude so shout out to Stuart Scott man and, and long live the legend himself but today man gotta talk about Ohio State versus North Carolina last night because first of all I've been saying Ohio State is a final four contender and second of all I've been saying also that North Carolina is not good and actually they're just like my Michigan State Spartans right now. We'll talk about that later. But first, I want to talk about this game. So let me get into the box score first. So Ohio State ended up winning in Chapel Hill last night by a score of 74-49. to 49. They held North Carolina to 49 points in their own home court. Ohio State is currently ranked 6th, while the North Carolina Tar Heels are currently ranked 7th. Excuse me. So getting into the stat sheet real quick for North Carolina. Um, Garrison Brooks had 8.7 rebounds in one block. Armando Baycott, um, shout out to him. He actually rolled his ankle, kind of looked bad. Hopefully he has a speedy recovery and he gets really well soon. He had two points, four rebounds, one steal and one block. Cole Anthony had 15 points, three assists, two rebounds and one steal. Rashawn Leakey Black had five points, two assists, three rebounds and one block. Brandon Robinson added nine points, three assists, three rebounds and one block. Christian Keeling had two points and one rebound. Justin Pierce added seven points and one assist and three rebounds and three steals. And Andrew Playtech had one point. For the Ohio State Buckeyes, Kyle Young had nine points, five rebounds, and one block. Caleb Wesson had 10 points, two assists, nine rebounds, and one block. CJ Walker had 10 points, one assist, three rebounds, one steal. Luther Muhammad added two points, one assist, two rebounds. Dwayne Washington added 18 points, two assists, and five rebounds. EJ Liddell had 12 points, one assist, five rebounds, one steal, and two blocks. Andre Wesson had five points, five assists, nine rebounds, and one steal. And DJ Carton had eight points, four assists, two rebounds, and two steals. Now, Going into this game, honestly, this was one of the better games in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Um, And actually, shout out to the Big Ten. They won the Big Ten ACC Challenge in both the women's side and the men's side. They got it done. So shout out to both um, the Big Ten's uh, parties. But, man, so going into this game, I predicted that Ohio State would win because Ohio State has just been playing much better. You know, they've been riding a hotter wave. They're currently undefeated. Even though their best win is against a young Villanova team that's very inexperienced, Ohio State still looks very complete. In North Carolina right now, they look exactly like my Michigan State Spartans. And what do I mean by that? Well, we both have an elite point guard. For Carolina, it's Cole Anthony. For Michigan State, it's Cassius Winston. So that's the, that's the thing. And both teams currently can only get offense and score points through those two players. They don't have any current offense through anybody else as of right now. But 
I think that will change as long as the season keeps progressing because they both have the, the talent. Michigan State and North Carolina both have enough talent to get better. So I'm not really worried about that. Plus, they both have Hall of Fame head coaches in Tom Izzo and Roy Williams. But we'll get back into that in a second. The game honestly came out very, very slow, if you ask me. I feel like both teams kind of came out flat-footed. I feel like both teams... Uh, had to feel each other's pace, had to feel each other's defense out to see what really happened. But once that happened, man, Ohio State's Dwayne Washington, who's from Michigan, I believe he's from Grand Rapids, matter of fact, but he ended up going to uh, out here to L.A., matter of fact, to play at Sierra Canyon for a senior year. And I believe he's a nephew of Derek Fisher, but he caught on fire. And, he, and to me, he's one of the best shooters, three-point shooters in the Big Ten, probably shooters, period. Like you have the Eric Ayala's, you have the, Andrew, uh, excuse me, yeah, the, not Andrew, Anthony, or was Aaron Wiggins, excuse me, from Maryland, but Dwayne Washington is a shooter. And last night, he went four of eight from three against North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Again, they were at North Carolina last night. And honestly, it felt like he didn't miss. And I feel like all four of those threes came in the first half. Like, North Carolina's defense right now is just not good. Like, aside from Cole Anthony, who plays pretty solid defense, Ohio State pushed the tempo, and they did whatever they wanted to do on the offensive end. Once they got settled in and comfortable, it was pretty much easy for them. Like, everybody that contributed to Ohio State's play last night gave them good minutes. It wasn't one single player for Ohio State that played bad. Like, you can go down all the list. They all played good. And it started off with Dwayne Washington. He was on fire. He was keeping them um, scoring. He was the only person that was scoring for them early, and he just took over the first half, to be honest with you. Like, he didn't do a lot in the second half, but he was the main reason that Ohio State took complete control in this first half. And honestly, you also have to give credit to the Buckeyes defense because they checked Cole Anthony. Kind of like they played the exact same way that Duke played against Cassius Winston. Every time the two would come off screens, they were hard hedging it. They would double team him until he picked up the basketball and he was forced to make a pass. They had to get the ball out of his hands to make him ineffective and to cancel him out and to make another player beat them because so far, North Carolina hasn't proven that anybody else aside from Cole Anthony can score the ball. And that was the biggest thing for them. And so Ohio State exploited that and honestly, they struggled. And here's my thing. Again, Carolina has the talent to be good outside of Cole Anthony. Like, it shouldn't just be the Cole Anthony show. It's the same thing for Michigan State. It should not just be the Cassius Winston show. But right now, they're just struggling. I think, honestly, the only thing right now is just that it's so early in the season that they have to fill each other's teams out and they have to get to know each other. But I think, again, that they will get better as the season progresses. But players that need to step up for Carolina that kind of did last night were two players with Brandon Robinson, who's a senior and Garrison Brooks. Now I've been underwhelmed with Garrison Brooks and his whole tenure at North Carolina, but last night he made some mid range shots that he's, you know, worked on throughout his career. And I'm kind of happy for him for that, but he's still not giving Carolina consistent post buckets. And I always say, if you've been a, a constant supporter of this podcast and you heard me talk about North Carolina basketball, I always say, Roy Williams is always good when he has a high-level post-bucket getter. And this year's team does not have that. I know Armando Baycott came into this year as a five-star freshman, but he's not that type of dude that you can just constantly throw it into the post and he'll get you a bucket. That's just not how it goes. And Garrison Brooks, he's been there for four years, and you would expect him to do that by now, but he hasn't. But he does have a little mid-range game. And I don't know if they were just at home last night, so he's more comfortable with the rims or anything like that, but he did show some touch from the little 15 to 16-foot mid-range jumper, so you got to be happy for him for that. Also, I mentioned Brandon Robinson, who's a senior as well. He needs to be the person that steps up for Carolina. And look, Carolina has two grad transfers too. They have Justin Pierce, who transferred from William & Mary, grad transfer. And they have Christian Killing, who transferred from Charleston Southern. And both of them, as of right now, 
I think they're going to be fine, but they've been struggling to start off the season. I just think, again, they have to have the season progress. They have to play more games with each other. But Christian Killing, his shot selection has been bad as of early. And Justin Pierce, to be honest, hasn't even looked for a shot. I mean, this was a guy that was a 20-plus points per game score at William & Mary. And I know it's a different level from William & Mary to North Carolina, but still, he's 6'7", he's athletic, he can shoot it, he's a versatile forward. I don't know why. He's struggling right now. Like, I understand you have to get used to your offense. You have to get used to your coach. But your team needs you to put up points. But, again, going back to Brandon Robinson, he played pretty well. He's always been that kind of three-point shooter. He needs to get better as a perimeter defender. But he, he hit shots for them. When Cole Anthony was, uh, you know, having to force and pass the ball around, Brandon Robinson gave the Tar Heels some life. But, again, this game was completely dominated by Ohio State. And the biggest player to me that had the biggest impact on this game was EJ Liddell. EJ Liddell is a freshman. I believe he's from St. Louis. Came in this year. It's coming off the bench. Uh, of course, you know, coming off the bench for Caleb Wesson, who's the Buckeyes' best player. Um, but, man, he came in last night and gave them really, really good minutes. He came in. They gave it to him in the post. He had a nice little fadeaway jumper. He had a couple offensive rebounds. EJ Liddell gave the Buckeyes a lot of good life and energy off the bench. And that was a big-time boost for Chris Holtman in the Buckeyes because – they weren't struggling in the post, but they just needed a little bit more of a presence in the post and established that when EJ Liddell got into the game. So you have to give him a lot of credit. Also, I always say Ohio State, they they have a rare team where it's so good for them because they have actually two glue guys. And what I mean by glue guys, dudes that can do every single thing, that hustle, that get those offensive rebounds, that make the hustle plays, that dive on the floor. They just do a little bit of everything. And Ohio State happens to have two of those players. One of them is Andre Wesson and the other is Kyle Young. And they both are impact type of players. You can have them on the court at the same time or like Chris Holman does for a majority of the game. He has them on one at a time. Andre Wesson started the season off starting, but then they switched out him because he had an eye injury. I believe he suffered against uh, Cincinnati. And so they, they took him out the starting lineup. Uh, I, forgot, I think they put Kyle Young or no, they, they replaced him with somebody. But still, he came in and he was effective. I think they actually replaced him with Dwayne Washington, if I'm not mistaken. But still. Kyle Young and Andre Wesson are big-time players for the Buckeyes. And, of course, Caleb Wesson, like, he didn't have his best game, but he was still effective. Like, he only had 10 points, and he's a he's one of those guys that could be, you know, a, a All-American type of player, but he was still good. Like, I'm, he, he didn't score as much as he loves to and likes to, but he still was effective. He still is a very big body. I actually just noticed watching him this year. This is my second time watching Ohio State this year. He slimmed down a lot from last year. He's faster. He's stronger. He's not. Last year, his biggest problem was that he would get in foul trouble and he would hurt the Buckeyes. A lot of the Buckeyes' losses last year were due to the fact that Caleb Weston, their best player, would get into a lot of foul trouble and just, not even just foul trouble, but he would just make dumb fouls like he would just be undisciplined and reach and just hack this year he's looking much better just staying disciplined playing straight up defense being a brick wall that he is and his team is benefiting from that so shout out to Caleb Wilson for improving in that and then again the Buckeyes are one of the best teams in the Big Ten a lot of people said that it was going to be between Michigan State and Maryland I think it's going to be between my Spartan dogs in Michigan State and Ohio State because Ohio State just has so much talent but again also before this game even started I said if Luther Muhammad is guarding Cole Anthony it's going to be a long night for Cole Anthony, and that's exactly what happened. Even though Cole had 15 points and only three assists, Luther Muhammad is one of the best perimeter def defenders in all of the nation. Not just the Big Ten. He's probably top two in the Big Ten. But 
in the nation. He is a top defender. He knows how to lock down. He's from New Jersey. He's grimy. He gets in a stance. He knows the angles. He plays his body. He takes charges. He's just a, a pest and a menace on defense. And I won't say that he locked up Cole Anthony, but he did a really good job containing him. And whatever the Buckeyes defensive scouting report was for North Carolina, they did a really good job of executing it for the entire 40 minutes. So you have to give a lot of credit to them for that. But man, again, Ohio State was just a better team. Like CJ Walker who, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I think he is their weakest link. No offense. And I'm not saying he's terrible or bad, but I just think he needs to improve his game for Ohio State to really be not just a Final Four contender, but a national championship contender. I think he needs to be the biggest dude to improve his game. But he played a really solid game last night, too. He's a lefty. He can shoot the three. He can get into the paint and shoot the little floater. He's a trend from Florida State. Sat out last year. Instant impact this year. He's a starter. And I like DJ Carton, too. I think DJ Carton should start. He's also a five-star freshman came in from Iowa, um, or he's from the state of Iowa, and he played really well last night too. He came in the game, and as a freshman, you would think in a big-time environment, you know, in Chapel Hill, you got all, you know, UNC's crowd, whole fan base looked like they were packed out the arena, and he came in and was just confident in his abilities. He took no hesitant shots. He was confident in everything he did. He made some really good plays, and the thing that I like most about this Ohio State team is that they share the ball. I feel like I haven't seen enough ball movement in this college basketball season by all the top teams. Ohio State is one of the best teams in the land when it comes to just sharing the ball and spreading the wealth. And they did a really good job of that last night. And they had North Carolina's defense scrambling for an entire 40 minutes, if you ask me. Like, North Carolina does have some pretty solid defense, but Ohio State's offense was just much better last night. They were completely the better team. And it just came down to that. But... For my North Carolina fans, just again, I'll say it again. You guys are currently like my Michigan State Spartans. You guys are kind of young. You have a couple young players like Cole Anthony, Armando Baycott, Leaky Black, but you still have some good players. And you guys have more experience than my Michigan State Spartans, so I'm not giving you guys as much leeway. But it's still early in the season, so it's not too much to worry about. After the loss, you know, North Carolina fell to 6-2. and two. It's their second loss. They lost to Michigan down in the Bahamas. And Ohio State went on to, is now 8-0. They're undefeated still. But for North Carolina, again, you guys just need more contribution out of your perimeter players and out of your post players. Cole Anthony, just like Michigan State, Cassius Winston cannot do every single thing. You guys have to have more production. And I'll say it again. I just think it's going to take time as the season progresses these teams will get better but North Carolina they need to get together again I hope Armando Baycott has a fast and speedy recovery hopefully his ankle is good hopefully he's not out for too long but man Cole Anthony cannot do everything Brandon Robinson's gonna have to step up Christian Killing's gonna have to start hitting shots because I truly believe that Christian Killing is the best shooter on this team but he just takes a lot of really bad shots if Christian Killing can start knocking down shots consistently Cole Anthony will average a cool two to three assists per game just off Christian Killing alone because he's that good of a shooter. But he has to start knocking down shots. He has to take better shots. And he just has to start filling out the offense more and getting more comfortable and adjusted. But for, um, uh, excuse me, Justin Pierce, again, I think his biggest problem is that he just doesn't know the Carolina way yet. And another thing from, if you guys know Roy Williams, he's just like Coach Izzo in the sense that he loves to get out and transition and run too. Last year's team, Kobe White pushed the pace 24-7 for the Tar Heels. And Cole Anthony does that too, but a lot of teams have adjusted to how fast they get up and down the court. And I feel like North Carolina's perimeter players, when they get a defensive rebound and they get on the break, they're not running as hard as they should be because Ohio State did a very good job of limiting that too last night. But 
Again, man, Ohio State was just a better team. The game ended with probably like eight minutes left and probably even more time than that. But it was probably like eight minutes left in the game when we knew that the Buckeyes had this game sealed. And just a great win for Chris Holman. He's doing a phenomenal job ever since he's been in Columbus, Ohio, coaching these Buckeyes. He's done a great job. This team is legit. As of right now, they're playing the best basketball in all the Big Ten, and there's no doubt in my mind about it. They just look better. Like, I love Michigan State. You guys all know I'm a diehard fan, but I got to keep it real. Ohio State is playing the best brand of basketball as of right now, and Chris Holtman has this team rolling in every single direction. As of right now, there's no weakness in Ohio State. They have every single thing, whether it's perimeter play, post play, point guard play. They have effectiveness from every position on the floor. In Carolina, they just don't right now. Like They have effectiveness with their point guard, and everybody else is kind of sketchy right now. But again, Ohio State got the big-time win in Chapel Hill by a score of 74 to 49 they won by 25 points in chapel hill i believe that's one of the worst losses in roy williams tenure as the tar hills head coach but again congrats ohio state big time win um but ohio state's next game will be uh saturday tomorrow or no two days excuse me from now um against penn state at home a uh, big 10 game they will start off their big 10 conference play this saturday north carolina's next game is against the reigning defending national champions at virginia on Sunday, 12-8. So that's going to be an interesting game too, even though I don't think Virginia is that good, but that should be a close game because both those ball club, excuse me, ball clubs aren't playing their best brand of basketball right now. But still, congrats to Ohio State. Big time win. But as always, man, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go check out their podcast. I'm featured on their podcast network, but they have a whole bunch of really good podcasts out there from a whole bunch of really dope content creators. Please go check them out. I also do blogs for their college basketball sites, but they also do all types of sports, whether it's golf, WWE, NBA, NFL, NCAA basketball, NCAA football. Nuts and Bolts Sports has everything you love sports, so go check them out on Twitter and go check out their content and website. But with that being said, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things. If you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. That is how we grow and expand the podcast. But I appreciate you guys as always. Have a beautiful and blessed rest of your week. And again, have a great weekend. I'm praying for you guys. I'm sending you much love and prayers and blessings. Have a great rest of your week. Again, peace, love, and blessings gone.